0: That was dumb. Hey.
1: We live in a time when physical fights break out over face masks. And at a rally, Americans question whether the coronavirus pandemic is real. Is University of Nebraska Lincoln political scientist Kevin Smith says the climate is as extreme as it gets.
0: I don't think anyone could have forecast an event where effectively a virus becomes politicized. You know, your position on wearing a face mask or um, opening up the economy or your position on, you know, the information that we're getting from the CDC, should we follow it or not? In other words, fundamental public health questions have taken on this really, really, political and partisan tinge.
1: This is Faculty 101, Five Things About Political Polarization and How We Got Here. With a presidential election looming, voters are feeling the stress. Kevin Smith's research delves into the connection between biology and political leanings and the impact of polarization on our health. Number one. Why is the country so divided? Smith's research suggests biology influences our political behavior and attitudes, but the environment also plays a role.
0: Genetics is not destiny. Genetics help predispose you to react certain ways to whatever stimuli you find in your environment. Basically what it does is it nudges the probabilities one way or the other to how you'll react to a a message or a stimulus in your environment. And if you're in an environment where a lot of the stimuli and a lot of the messages are playing on people's innate predispositions to move in polarized directions, you know what? You're going to end up with a polarized society. And I think that's exactly where we are right now. You know, it's not just the politicians. We have the rise of social media. We have the collapse of traditional gatekeepers. Um, You know, people can live in their own echo chambers. We essentially live in an environment where if you have a predisposition to move strong one way on a political issue, I mean, this is an environment that is like tailor-made for that.
1: Number two. Political polarization has physical and emotional consequences. During the last presidential election, Smith surveyed Americans using a questionnaire based on the instruments for diagnosing alcohol and gambling addiction.
0: And what we found out that is rather astonishing numbers of American adults say politics is negatively affecting their social, psychological, emotional, and even physical health. So roughly a fifth of Americans, for example, say that they have lost sleep because of politics. Um, Roughly similar numbers say that they get depressed if their candidate loses. Uh, Roughly 15% say that I spend too much time on social media paying attention to politics and I know it's bad for me but I can't stop." 5% of Americans say that they have considered suicide because of politics and that's, you know, we had a survey of about eight or nine hundred so 5% you have to take with a little bit of a grain of salt but if our data is even in the ballpark, you're talking about an astonishing number of people who are considering doing themselves harm because of stuff they read in the news about politics and i I find that kind of concerning
1: number three smith is following up on that survey during this election cycle to see what if anything has changed he says the political landscape of 2020 also opens the way for research to answer new questions
0: I think 2020 is the year that is going to launch a thousand dissertations. Um, that's that's for sure because, I mean, there are institutional questions. I mean, we've really gotten a stress test. There's questions about um, communication and, and public opinion, social media's role. And there are also really interesting psychological um, uh, questions. I mean, how does this environment you know, running an election in a global pandemic affect people's psychology from a political point of view. I mean, this is really a unique opportunity. I mean, do people's political attitudes become crystallized? Do they become more extreme? You know, if you're pro or anti-immigration, do you move further away on those extremes um, because of what's, what's going on? Um, if you're feeling more threatened because of the pandemic, you know, just your health is feeling threatened, does that filter through into your political attitudes and and, and behaviors anyway?
1: Number four, Smith is concerned about how political polarization will affect basic American principles.
0: What happens if people lose faith in the democratic process, that elections are reasonably fair? You know, the president of the United States is raising these questions, so it's incumbent upon us to sort of like follow up On those questions a little bit. So, in that case, yes, it is offering um, uh, unique opportunities. Um, You know, some of the basic questions that we ask though why do people vote? Why do people have the attitudes? that they do? Why do they seek out some information and not others? Why are they engaging in politics or not engaging in politics? Those questions are sort of like perennial questions, but it's a really, really new environment in which to explore um, uh, answers to those questions.
1: And number five, when it comes to voting, Smith says try to set emotions aside.
0: I'm not going to say go vote Republican or go vote Democrat. That's not my job, that's, that's, that's not my role. I think the bottom line is what I would urge voters to do is think and, and not just react emotionally to what's going on regardless of which side of the political spectrum that you're on.
1: That's Faculty 101, Five Things with Kevin Smith. Faculty 101 is produced by the University of Nebraska-Lincoln.